But what if they don't deserve my thank you? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. And in the upcoming portion of Matos, we have a double-header this week, Matos and Masay. So in the Matos Parsha, God directs Moshe, Nekom, go take revenge against the nation of Midian. Midian, due to their attack against Israel, their spiritual attack against Israel, that had unfortunately been quite successful, needed to be eliminated. This threat to the spirituality of Israel, and ultimately thereby to the world, had to be removed, and God directs Moshe, Nekom, Nekmas, go seek that vengeance and destroy Midian. Interestingly, Moshe doesn't really do so. I mean, he sees to it that this will happen, but he turns it over to Pinchas. He gives Pinchas the job of rallying the troops against Midian and does not lead the battle himself. A little peculiar, given that Moshe typically did lead us into battle. Why in this instance, when God told him to see to it, to to wage war against Midian, why did he turn it over to a middleman? Commentaries describe that Moshe felt that it was out of place for him to be personally involved in an attack on Midian because Moshe had benefited from Midian. The concept of hakara satov, hakarat satov, recognizing a good that has come our way, was at play over here. And since Moshe had sought refuge in Midian when escaping the Pharaoh in Egypt and had married a Midianite, well, then it was out of place for him to be returning the favor with an act of disfavor. As the Talmud puts it, If you have drunk water of a well, don't toss stones into that well. Moshe therefore turned this mission over to Pinchas. But still seems a little surprising. Because, okay, Moshe, it feels wrong, but God said to do this. God told you to wage war against Midian. Apparently, as commentaries explain, Moshe understood the principle of Hakar Satov, the principle of gratitude, the principle of recognizing a good that has come my way can't be uh, responded to with disfavor. That principle is such an axiom of Judaism that it defined God's words, wage war against Midian, as meaning, see to it that war is waged, but you do not personally be involved. You don't lift a hand against Midian. You have to oversee. This war has to happen. Midian needs to be eliminated, but you can't be involved. Rather, delicate balance. I mean, here it's a nation that is so evil that they have to be eliminated, and yet Moshe has to have a gratitude gratitude to them. Must I say thank you to everybody, even if they don't really warrant appreciation? Well, we need to split it. Split the concepts. Yes, it's true that sometimes the the source of our good isn't a quote-unquote glot kosher source, isn't the righteous. It could be a Midian. It could be a pharaoh. It could be just a well that really doesn't know if I'm tossing a well in, doesn't really care. The gratitude is not for them. The show of gratitude is for me. I must show gratitude because I must be a person of gratitude. It is core to our our, our humanity, that we be people of gratitude. We find, for example, that an Adam pointing a finger at Eve when God challenges him why he ate from the fruit, and he says about Chava, Haisha, that woman that you gave me, it's her fault. That is described as being an incredibly severe 
kafui tov, a rejection of the good. Here God provided him with this soulmate, where every aspect of Chava was the perfect match to Adam. And yes, in this case, she was significantly involved in pulling him down, but there was so much he could have and should have appreciated about Chava that he should not have been capable of looking at her as, oh, it's your fault, God, you gave me this source of trouble. And that kafuitov, that lack of gratitude, the ingratitude, is something that we need to combat by becoming people of great gratitude. There was a fascinating question that came the way of one of the sages of Israel of the last generation. A young woman was on a a mission of some type with a group of uh, fellow students, probably college-age students, and she asked the group leader the following question. She said that typically on Shabbat, they would join together and make a collective motzi, make the blessing of motzi on the bread that was put in front of each of them. And she said, much as I very much value the idea of participating in group, in, 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 in the culture of the group and, and the group behavior and being part of a team, but I don't believe in God. And hence, it seems like a hypocritical statement for me to recite a blessing thanking God for providing me this bread. And which is better, for me to recite the statement as part of the group, to kind of reinforce the sense of group group think or group act, given that it is ultimately a kind of a positive Jewish expression over here, or is it more important that I not be a hypocrite and say this blessing? Intriguing question. The group leader was not comfortable answering this question himself and turned it up to one of the great sages of Israel, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arabach, one of the great uh, <coughs> rabbinic scholars of, of the middle of the last century. And Rabbi Arabach suggested that the response to be given to her as follows. Okay, at this stage, you don't believe in God. Don't make a statement that's hypocritical. But don't allow yourself to view food and react to food animalistically, instinctively, of there is food I eat. Part of the idea when we say a blessing is that we become people of gratitude. If you're not ready to show gratitude to God, at least show gratitude. Appreciate the fact that the organization has provided you this dinner. Appreciate the fact that the, uh, the supplier brought the food to the uh, wherever the vent location is. Appreciate the fact that there's a farmer who is working in very difficult um, uh, weather conditions to see to it that the food be harvested. Appreciate the fact that there are people trucking the food from the farms to the stores. Be a person. Be an appreciative person. So while they're saying the motzi, make some type of be, be mu- kind of mumbling along with them, if it's not those exact words, some declaration of gratitude. I have a sneaking suspicion that this rabbi was very hopeful that if she were, in fact, to start paying attention to all of those elements for which she should have gratitude, that she'd eventually connect the dots. Who is it that provides the farmer with the talent, the resources, the weather, the fertility of the earth that's providing the food? Who gives the talent and the creativity to each of the people involved in the program? The more we are attentive to all the good that comes our way via others, the more we'll recognize that there's good that comes to them from a starting point as well, and that that would hopefully pull her back to a greater appreciation of the true God who is the source of all of that. But the very concept of gratitude is apparently core to our humanity. It's so critical to us that it's a given that it's included in God's dictate. And Moshe can understand that God is telling me 
that when war must be waged against these people, I have to maintain the gratitude that I have, the hakara satov, the appreciation of the good that came my way, and not be the one to wage that battle. So, hopefully for most of us, the questions aren't ones of going into battle and whether we fight the fight or not. But there may be questions as to whether we muster up the strength of character and the courage to acknowledge that somebody else is a significant provider to the good that I benefit in my life. And of course, we are very good at saying thank you when it's uh, that kind of casual acquaintance or somebody that does us a, a favor in some kind of occasional way, or to the waiter, the waitress, the cashier, the bank teller. Those thank yous tend to come pretty easy. But sometimes we find ourselves in a situation that to say the thank you, to acknowledge that you are the provider of my good, hmm, that creates a certain sense of my being dependent on you, my being subservient, secondary. And it's there are times, if we think about them, in which we may not be as quick to say a thank you, or at least not the type of thank you that is really deserved. We may not be as quick to give the acknowledgement of the fact that you really are providing some real benefit to me. And now, whether it's uh, because of the fact that you need to hear the words or not, but I at least have to express those words. I at least have to have the internal sentiment of that gratitude. So as a talkless takeaway today, rather than talk about saying thank you all the time, which we're probably pretty good at, and rather than talking about appreciating all the good that comes my way, because that's a big global type of a goal and often hard to, to hit if we don't focus first on the targeted specific goals, can we try to ponder for a moment a person, let's not try to think of a hundred, but think of one person for whom I should be more appreciative for one or just a few things that they do for me. Is there somebody, and I may be saying thank you to them, but am I really saying an appropriate thank you? Am I feeling full appreciation? Am I feeling a full gratitude? And if we can ponder who is it in our life that we may not have had a full enough appreciation for the good that they provided us? And sometimes the closer the person is, the easier it is to kind of have missed that. So whether it's the spouse, the parent, the child, the, the close friend, the coworker, my boss, there may be somebody who has provided something to me that I am not fully appreciating. Can we try to reverse that? Try to actualize the greater gratitude by articulating it. The very articulating it can help strengthen that gratitude muscle and can help us really appreciate that which, that which we are articulating. So, our tackless point today, try to do so. I'm going to do so actually right now by thanking all of you. Hey, there wouldn't be much tackless and tackless talks if there weren't any listeners to tackless talks. And so many of you have shared so much great feedback. And even the many who have not the very fact that you are listening gives me a much reason to have appreciation to all of you. Hey, that feels kind of good. So let's do that. Let's, let's exercise those gratitude muscles by articulating the gratitude and in so doing, become people of greater gratitude. In so doing, become the type of people who are much more likely to achieve our tachlis.